Hello, I'm your host, Jenny Hogg Ashwell Randolph, and this is Love's Curriculum, where together we remember love and our soul's divine purpose so that we can change the world and help create that shift from fear to love. Welcome to the show. I'm grateful you are here. And today we're going to be exploring how we're being called to be rebels and rock the boat. And what might that mean in your life? If you are tuning in for the first time, this show comes out of my book, Love's Curriculum, Messages of Enlightenment. And you can find it on Amazon, where it became a number one international bestseller. And I scribed this book for the High Council. Who is the High Council? The High Council are loving, angelic helpers, including Jesus as a way shower to Christ consciousness, including the archangels, and including other spiritual teachers and masters. They've gathered in the spiritual realm to guide us at this time, and they came through me in the book, Love's Curriculum. Later, I will also be bringing them through live today on the show. I wasn't always a spiritual mentor, channel, scribe. In fact, originally, I started my career as a lawyer, and that was back in the late 90s in Phoenix, Arizona. And it was on my first day as a first-time full lawyer that I walked into the women's washroom of all places. And as I opened the door, it hit me. I stopped and I heard the words, remember, there was a different path for you. Remember what you came here to do. And I could feel the truth of it in my heart, in my solar plexus, in my gut. How had I gotten so off track? I had learned growing up to begin to hide who I was to fit in. I had learned to listen to others and their opinions of me. Perhaps you can relate. And so here, luckily, on that first day of my law job, I got a wake-up call. I got a second chance. And I listened. And although I worked for three more years as a lawyer, I didn't quit on that day one. I began to explore personal and spiritual growth. I read a lot of Hay House authors. And I learned that I could, that all of us have a sixth sense, an intuition that can guide us. And I began to listen to that. And I learned that each of us also has a soul calling here and that as we unfold and go through personal development and healing and counseling to let go of the layers and the baggage that we've taken on that aren't us as we let that go and follow our intuition and the divine and God source the universe what is calling us to do then we can keep stepping along a soul guided path that's leading us ever and ever more towards being our divine, authentic self here 
and making the change that we're here to make. Because I think each of us at this time are called to align with our soul, to live from there, to serve from there, to create the vision and your legacy for the world from there. So today we're going to look at how that calling, that soul calling, is asking us to be rebels, is asking us to rock the boat. Before we get farther in, I'm going to set an intention here and do a little prayer of surrender. So I invite you, if you want to close your eyes with me, you may. And I invite Spirit, Holy Spirit, Divine, Creator, Source, all that is, to now be present here between us, although we know you always are present, to be present here and to move through me, to guide my words, and to move through the listeners, to guide them to the pearl of wisdom, the shift, or the feeling of love that they are needing today. And we surrender all of this to the highest good of each one listening, to the highest good of all, and in the name of love. And so it is. When I was 13 in grade 8, as we say in Canada, or in 8th grade, as I know they say in the States, where I grew up, I was in Northern California. And it was our eighth grade year. And at this school, it was a K through eight. So as eighth graders, we were the kings and queens of the hill. The kings and queens of the elementary school. And we were mm, teenagers, good at pushing the limits. We decided that we were going to have a dress up day and the school was fully on board. We were going to dress up as punk, I think it was. So this was 1982, 1983. And we were gonna dress up as punk. So that might look like high plastic heels and big earrings, spiky hair, maybe putting some different colors in your hair, maybe wearing a short mini skirt. That was our thought on what this day might look like. And again, the school was on board. They thought, sure, this is, this is good for the, the morale of the students. It's a fun day. And then we got word that the school had canceled this dress-up day. No explanation why. They had canceled it. And I remember my friends and I gathering on the phone, not cell phones back then, but the old landlines with the cords attached to the wall. We talked. We must have dialed each person singly. I don't think we even had group calls back then. No FaceTime, that's for sure. And we made a plan. By golly, we were going to dress up anyway. Who were they to tell us we couldn't dress up? That made no sense. Why couldn't we have this day? And there was no explanation. This was not right. So we would exercise our rights and we were going to dress up anyway. That may not sound that crazy. Well, just a change of clothes. Only wearing punk clothes, that was against our normal 
school dress policy. Short skirts weren't allowed. We even had to measure how short your skirt or shorts could be. Perhaps you remember those days. I think it was maybe three inches above the knee. And girls weren't wearing high heels to class in grade eight. So we did. At least a group of five to ten of us. We showed up in school with our spiked hair and our short skirts and our plastic heels on. And we got called to the office. First thing. And they told us to change or go home. They called our parents. They called my parents. And I wish I could remember the exact words, or maybe I didn't hear them, but I heard later from my parents. And the office said to my parents, your daughter is being rebellious. And my mom said, good, good for her. Thank you for letting me know. And I don't remember if they made us change, but the look on the office person's face was a little bit shocked. Not the answer they thought my mother would give them. And I believe we did change our clothes. That moment, though, sticks out for me that I had one, my mother's approval to shake things up, to stand up for what I thought was right. Within reason, I wasn't hurting anyone by doing this. I wasn't breaking the law. And perhaps that comes from her days in Berkeley, where she went to university in the early 60s it was a good quality to be given this ability to be rebellious again perhaps especially as we're speaking here today to be rebellious with love with peace if we look at how change has happened in the world martin luther king jr he could have been called a rebel jesus a rebel. He spoke of things that were submersive at the time. Radical. Love your neighbor as yourself. Turn the other cheek. God is in you. And he was on a mission, a revolutionary. There's a story where he turned over the money tables in the temple. He was being courageous. Courageous onto even knowing that he would be crucified and killed for his beliefs. Jesus was asking us to realize our oneness with God and that the kingdom of heaven is within us here and now. And if you're wanting to learn more about that, it's in Love's Curriculum and also Deepak Chopra's The Third Jesus, I found very helpful. And in Love's Curriculum, the book, and in the teachings that go beyond the book and our work with the High Council, what I can call all of that, the body of Love's Curriculum, what it's asking us to do in our life is to embody Christ consciousness, to walk the path that Jesus walked. And that's going to look a little rebellious even in these times. We're going to be asked to rock the boat because we're asking for change. We're asking people to wake up and change their minds. 
We're asking people to shift, not only people, but ourselves too included, to shift from fear to love. I know on this journey that I was sharing a little bit of earlier from lawyer now to scribe and channel and spiritual mentor helping other leaders and aspiring leaders to step in and know and live their soul's purpose too. That I have been called to rock the boat many times. That time in eighth grade wasn't just the beginning or the end. It was just the beginning. And I wouldn't say as much in my life has it looked like being rebellious as much as the term rock the boat. So whichever term resonates for you, whether it's being a rebel or rocking the boat or asking for change or standing out. In my life, I've rocked the boat by aspiring for growth, aspiring to open to my authentic self, again, to follow that path of love and embodying Christ consciousness. And why does it require us to rock the boat? Well, I alluded to it earlier. We touched on it earlier because we're asking for change and we're asking to move from fear to love. And also because that fear and our limited views of ourselves and the ego that says we are all separate and should be scared of each other, all of that has built a society around that fear. And as we aspire to be like Jesus and to embody Christ consciousness, all of that that we've built up is being asked to fall away. We have to rock the boat. We have to turn over the money tables. We have to lead the charge telling people they can do something that maybe they don't think they can do. So just begin to think about where in your own life are you being called to be a rebel, to rock the boat, a rebel of love. When I tuned into the High Council for this show, I asked, well, what do you want me to speak about? And they said, we are here to guide the way for the rebels and the rockers of the boat, the outcasts, the unicorns, the change makers, the visionaries, we are guiding them. We are leading the mass of soldiers of love, leading the light workers to wake up and wake up everyone else. So we are spiritually being called by love to be rebels and rock the boat, to be leaders like Jesus was, like Martin Luther King Jr. In whatever capacity, it doesn't mean you're going to be called to move huge mountains. But every time we show up and ask to be in alignment with our soul, to let go of fear, to open to love, and to be courageous enough to take steps along that path, what I call living your divine purpose. And when we live in that way and serve that in that way at whatever capacity, 
We're being in divine leadership in the world. Leadership has many levels. Leadership in your own life. Leadership in your family. Leadership with your friends. Leadership in your communities, in your charities, in your organizations, in your corporations, in your work team. Leadership of countries. Leadership in the world. World leaders like the Dalai Lama. It's all being called to be a leader for love, for truth, for awakening, and to take concrete action to build a world from that place. And again, that's going to take rocking the boat. So in my life, it showed up as asking for change in my marriages, asking for my partner to go to counseling against resistance. That's why it felt like rocking the boat. There wasn't this, okay, great, from the start. It looked like eventually realizing that I needed to leave relationships and create a new form of family for my children and with my former spouse. It looked like announcing to my family, spirit is guiding us to move again. Rocking the comfort zone. Asking others to join me in stepping out of our comfort zone. It's looked like encouraging others to go on wild adventures with me, to grow and to learn so many ways. So again, reflecting here now, how might you be called next in your life in a way to rock the boat? How are you being called forward? And you can know that you're being called towards this opening to more love and alignment with soul because it's going to feel scary. And why is it going to feel scary? Because you know you're asking someone or yourself to change, to come out of the comfort zone. It's going to rock the boat. So in that fear or doubt or little trepidation, little concern for how it's going to turn out. Remember that you're not alone there. The book Love's Curriculum can help. Remember to tune in to your own angels and guides, your divine soul team. Remember to ask for help. It's why I have a whole program to help mentor people into that change into that leap of your soul, into that transformation that is waiting and that's going to require shaking things up. Remember to join with like-minded others like you are here today. We're not meant to be courageous rebels and boat rockers on our own. No one, no one has been successful alone in that. 
there's always a team. And as the high council says, a whole team, an army of light workers that they are gathering. So join, join with others as you rock the boat. We're going to now take a short little minute, maybe 30 seconds to a minute, musical interlude break as I get ready to read some passages from Love's Curriculum that capture a bit of this call to be a rebel and rock the boat. And we'll come right back here shortly. So if you need to stretch and stand, give yourself this minute and we'll be back. here at Love's Curriculum, Jenny Hogg Ashwell Randolph. And you are listening and tuning in if you're just joining us to Love's Curriculum, where together we are joining to remember love, to remember our soul's purpose, so that we can join together and change the world, shifting it from fear to love. We are exploring this call that we are being is being broadcast to us from the spiritual realm, this call to be rebels and boat rockers, to create love and Christ consciousness, to lead from love and Christ consciousness in our own lives and in the greater world. And I'm going to now read a few passages from Love's Curriculum. I went through and found segments from different chapters that really address this call that we're being given And I invite you, as I read from the book, to close your eyes if you wish and to take a big breath in and out. And one more big breath in and out. Good. And if you want to keep your eyes closed while I read, you may wish to. And that's because these words, these messages are meant for your soul not to be processed through the logical brain, but just to let them land and come into your awareness like a song, like poetry. And so I will start with a segment of chapter 16, which is titled Galactic Oneness, A Call to Lightworkers. Awake, my child. Awake to the light that lives within you and all things here on this earthly plane and beyond to the stars and other galaxies. You are united with a greater whole. Remember this as well and join with your brothers and sisters of all creeds, races, and planets and with all animals and beings and plants and rocks and stars. It is all one being and all 
you. There are many of you lightworkers who have come here to the world of form to help. Like fallen stars, you come. There are so many of you on the planet right now. You remember home when you are together in joy and light and laughter. And your connection emanates and spreads across the world, working with the angels to blanket all in pure love and angelic light so that all may remember their true calling as a child of God and be welcomed home again in their father's arms of joy. Wake up, wake up. Hear the song of praise for God that is always in your heart and the mind and soul of God, of oneness. Albeit this is a strange and wild concept to some, but to you, it calls deep within. And it is important that you remember. Remember. No need to convince others. Only join your rightful place and grateful, humble place amongst the lightworkers who indeed are just a part of the whole that is waking up. Remember those who are still sound asleep reside in your one mind, the one mind, as well. And it is up to you to begin the great awakening. Join us in love and light. Join and remember in the name of Jesus, the Christ mind, the highest level of mind to which all are a part. Become the Christ mind here on earth. Rejoice, for it is done. You may call it the joining of Jesus' army, God's army of love. And yet that is only a catchphrase. It does seem like a rallying call that we are making. Indeed, we are rallying the troops, shouting to all to wake up and join your place among the ranks of God's teachers, God's lightworkers the angels, helpers of love and light, the connectors with the galactic realm, bringing awareness of the many realms that are part of the one. Great are your tasks, and your, heart measure, your hearts measure equally to the task with courage, faith, persistence, and love, great love, the love of God and light and life and all. This love guides you like a homing beacon, like a tractor beam, a force beyond gravity, pulling you into the mothership that lives within your heart, in the center and home of God and love that resides within you and also is a part of the heart of Jesus and the heart of the golden center of the love of God, of oneness, of om, of pure light and love that extends beyond to the infinite world of possibilities and the center point of the void. And now I'll read from chapter eight, a segment, and this is chapter is entitled, Knowing You Are Love. You, each light worker, were placed and assigned to this time in order to ignite your heart light and center and begin shining that in the world. 
And then like a web of light pink light, it connects among all of you and then covers the whole like a blanket and begins to filter down and ignite and spread. And in the very least, the masses that are not feeling the love and light feel the presence of this blanket and begin to feel more peace in their hearts. And they begin to shift into heart and love. That is how it can trickle down and keep growing, ignite. And as each one feels the peace and moves into heart and love, it ignites for another. The lightworkers themselves appear informed to be spread out over the world as well. So as to create this blanket of connection, this web, this grid over the whole. So as each heart light of each light worker connects with that of another, it blankets the whole world. And this web of love actually acts like a receiver for divine messages and guidance. It raises the vibration and helps connect earth to receiving higher messages of love. It increases connection with the angels and all of us here in this university realm. And then we may work more closely with those in appearing form on earth and in other planets, dimensions, and realms as well. And that is our goal and purpose. And then I'll one, read one more segment from chapter 11. And this chapter is entitled, Love of Self and Other, A Call to Love and a Critical Next Step. As you bring your love and light to the world, you will meet those at a stage on the path of awakening who reveal themselves as threatened by the love of God of which we speak. They may criticize and want to destroy the love because they are fearful and they believe that the idea of oneness contradicts their own belief in God's love. Their ideas lead to separation. They feed the ego. But know that in the face of the ego's criticism, your job is merely to stay in the light and truth of your own path and to bring love to the situation. We need you also to remember that they too are working for the whole. Those at the stage are on their own path of awakening and the right and precise point where they should be. They also are a part of the whole, a part of the whole lion that is waking up and they are equally important to the whole. We ask that you focus on your own leg of the lion of waking it up of spreading it out to the rest of the lion. And then knowing that as you do, it spreads out from the leg to the whole body eventually. The whole body is currently represented by the masses who are in fear and judgment. As you see the Christ in them and see them as your savior too. And this happens as you learn to love, really love in God's name then the whole awakens together as it must be, as is the only way. All right. So just letting those words land. And I invite you just to stay in this sacred open space. 
in the presence of this, these messages. And we're going to take another short break of a, about a minute of some nice music to keep you in this vibe. And when we get back, I'm going to open to bring through a direct message for us live right here, right today from the High Council. So we will be right back. Welcome back. If you are just tuning in, I'm Jenny Hogg Ashwell Randolph, and this is Love's Curriculum, where together we remember love and our soul's divine purpose so that we can change the world. We've been exploring how that call to be a difference maker in the world is about being a rebel and rocking the boat. So now we're going to hear directly from the High Council live right here. What what wisdom, what message, what connection do they want for us as they've directed me to bring this topic through today? So to get ready for this experience, I'm going to invite you to do an exercise of coming into presence, coming into grounding both heaven and earth. So again, I invite you to close your eyes if you wish. And together, let's take a big, deep breath in and out. Good. One more deep breath in and out. It may help to make sound on the exhale or to shake your body a little. We're entering into very open, connected space want to be receptive so we're going to do one more breath in and out and on this exhale i invite you to release any any busyness in your mind right now anything preoccupying your attention any to-do lists running through your mind any thoughts judgments about the show about the book about what you've heard about your life let's just let all of that go now in our next exhale. So big breath in and out. Good. And then feeling your feet, putting both legs or uncrossing your legs and putting both feet on the floor. Soles of the feet touching the floor. And begin to notice where your feet meet the floor. And now I want you to send roots out the soles of your feet. These roots, however you wish to imagine them. Light roots, tree roots, plant roots, however. And just know that whether you see them or feel them or just intend them, that they're working to now go down through the floors as you send them down, down into Mother Earth herself. 
and letting these roots spread out wherever they wish to go on the planet. Just trusting wherever they wish to go, they will go. Serving your highest good and the highest good of all. Spreading out, spreading deep, spreading wide. Following them with your attention. And then letting them come to anchor and to rest. And then here we ask this beautiful Mother Earth upon which we live. And we ask Divine Creator, God, Source, all that is to send up any earth energies that you are needing today. Letting these energies now come up, up, up through the roots, up through the soles of your feet, up through your legs, up through your belly, all the way into your heart center. I'm still breathing and eyes closed. I wish for you now to put your hand on your heart and begin to focus your breath into the heart and out of the heart and into the heart and out of the heart. And with each breath, this Earth energy is radiating out to fill your entire body. Feeling it, seeing it, intending it, it's going out to fill every nook and cranny. And going out, extending out just past your physical body as well into your auric field. Filling all of you, this vessel that you are. Good. And now drawing attention to the top of your head, to your crown chakra, right at the top of the head. And ask and intend that it be open. Open to grace, open to love of the highest, most pure form, inviting only the highest light highest love, your connection with God, source, creator, divine, your connection as a child of the divine, welcoming in all the divine helpers and their connection as well, welcoming in love of the highest form and the knowing that you are love itself that you are loved, that you are divinely guided on this purpose and path to be a rebel and a boat shaker, a boat rocker, a difference maker, a light bearer. So allowing all of this heavenly connection to now come down through the top of your head like a channel of white golden light moving down through the top of your head, moving down through your forehead, moving down through your throats and into your heart. Again, hand on heart. 
And as you begin to breathe into the heart and out of the heart, the heaven and earth energies are blending together. And as you continue to breathe in and out, these heaven and earth energies are radiating out in complete union to fill your entire body with love, energy, grounding, expansion, light, love, healing. Just breathing in and out of the heart as it fills your entire body and extends out into the area around your body, which is your energy field, your auric field. Good. And at this point, if you wish to remember that your guardian angels stand with you always, but you may wish to invite them in at this point to be here with you or invite in any other guide, invite in Jesus if you wish, or any other divine representative with which you work. I'm bringing in the archangels. And I now invite in the high council that you would draw near. And I invite my guides, the angels that work with me, Jesus who works with me, that I would be a clear conduit for these messages, surrendering myself, surrendering the ego, asking that these messages now come through clearly for this group. And I thank you for this opportunity. I am grateful. And I ask that you draw near and come through me now in the highest good of each one listening in the highest good of all, and in the name of love. And so it is. Dearest, 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 dearest ones, we come to you, this angelic council that we are, we come to you. We come to you now. We come to you and we sing to you in a very high vibration as you open and expand into the angelic realm from which we teach. So allow your ears to expand, allow a vibration in your ears to expand as you feel your feet upon the ground as well, as you feel your seat within your chair. And allow your heart now to expand so that you are like a triangle rooted at the bottom and opening more and more towards the top, a triangle that is sitting on its point. An upturned triangle, opening greater and greater as you reach up and out to the realm of all possibilities of love in which you reside. So breathing and allowing your awareness to, again, the upper part of your awareness to expand and expand while the bottom half of your body is rooted here. But seeing now that this realm of openness and possibility and love surrounds you completely, that you, as this triangle, 
reside in the ocean of love. And if you feel yourself swaying a little, you may sway, keeping your root chakra, your bum, firmly planted and grounded, imagining again the roots that go down. But allow your heart to begin to sing. Feel the joy as it rises in your consciousness, rises in your cheeks and your face and your heart. Again, as we sing to you, singing a song, a song of peace and oneness, singing a song to wake you up, singing a song to gather you, this army of love, singing a song to guide you forward. As you March along this path together as you gather together. With open hearts, with Jesus leading the way, seeing yourself as all gathered together. This army of love, this team for love. And keep breathing into this open space. Hmm. Trusting that we are always here singing to you. Always here. And as you place your hand on your heart now. Know that we connect to you there. That you may remember this experience and remember that you are connected to us. And that we lead you and we guide you. That you are part of this greater team. As you go forward to rock the boat, join with others and to create the world as one. And we thank you. And again, remembering that we go with you every step of the way. And that Jesus walks with you in your heart, that you within your heart are the Christ consciousness as Jesus was Christ consciousness on the planet. You too are called to be Christ consciousness on the planet with his guidance and his presence as Christ consciousness with you gathered in your heart, in the heart of Jesus. And we leave you now formally, but we go with you as you place your hand on your heart, remember. And breathing one last time into your heart and out. And so it is. Mm. So taking a few deep breaths as we end that direct connection with the High Council. And may we keep in our awareness that which we are a part of and the union between all of us as this team for love. May we keep that in our hearts and in our awareness as we have the courage to take the leaps we are being called to take. And I am grateful as well that you are here. If you are looking to join further with this Love's Curriculum family and team, visit lovescurriculum.com. 
you can find there ways to work with me, ways to join in group circles and hear more from the High Council, ways to uh, get the book, a signed copy from me. And again, it's also available on Amazon. And if you haven't gotten the book yet, it's a great way to start this journey or to add to your journey of creating change through love in the world. Thank you for being here. Take care and love to each one of you.